0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Upload Podcast. It's been a little bit. I'll explain why in a second. Uh, this episode, we'll talk. It's always about the meta. So, are some battlegrounds? How do you win? How do you play? What are things like right now? Uh, talk about the differences between high-ranked and low-ranked people, because or average people, I should say. Uh, because that's something that's been on my mind. Something I've clearly seen recently, and maybe this info can help you. Uh, shift as well into a different gear to maybe hit higher ranks Uh, then I'm also going to talk a little bit about the community in general or Hearthstone because there is some changes in that which I've noticed or interesting stuff Uh, also about changes within Hearthstone like tournament wise um, because I I love talking about esports I'm still very hopeful for BG esports always have been I think the game needs that Uh, and then last but not least maybe about the channel where it's heading. You've seen me upload a lot of like different videos recently compared to what I used to do, where I want to head with this. So if you want to hear me ramble on about that, stick around. But let's talk about the meta first because that's why you guys are here. Oh no, let's first explain why this episode took so long to make. Actually, it was not this episode, but I wanted to do an episode. I planned it. It's a really cool one. Uh, made a nice interview, but it for some reason it's been taking like almost over a month to try and get it together. So hopefully i'll be able to work on it soon and get it out there but for now it's still on hold uh that's why this episode is so late because i expected to have that episode out first but yeah i'll I'll make this one meanwhile i hope you can still stick around for that uh, because i'm actually hyped for it and i hope it's gonna go through soon uh the meta (laughs) battlegrounds how do you win games what is it like a lot of people have been saying fast like it's more tempo based and um, that games last shorter than usual. Now, I don't think games necessarily last shorter, but people die relatively faster. I don't know, it's hard to say because of damage cap. I don't think the damage cap, cap it, it does a lot, and I think people still die at the same pace. But you still have people dealing 15 damage really early on, and that's because tier 4 is so good. Tier 4 I'll talk about in a second, but it's also spiky. Uh, it's still about hitting a good spike into an early 6 or 5 or 4, mainly 4s now. And because spiking into fours is now good instead of fives and sixes, the spike comes a turn earlier and people get stronger earlier and get a comp going earlier. So because of the shift from direction only being on five and six but going down to four, uh, things just move faster. Uh, So tier four, why is it good and tier five and six are bad? Tier five actually is just horrible. (laughs) There's like so little tempo now with like Sneeds being gone and, and other tempo cards being gone. Uh, the only good uh, scaling on 5 is like Nomi. Mama Bear is okay. Mama Bear Crocodile is more of like a tempo play for like tempo beast but doesn't get a first place. So it's mainly Nomi that can actually do stuff depending on your hero as well. Not every hero can make Nomi work as well. Your uh, 6 is still good so if you can push for 6s, uh, if you can hit Lunaliza. Omega Buster still is okay. Um, you know that, that typical stuff. fell bats, the demons so that way you can scale up a demon board. Uh, but Tier 4, again, has uh, well the elemental stuff. So you have like Major Domo with a Recycling Wraith. And that is enough to like scale up an entire board of elementals. And then you just triple into Master of Realities on Tier 5. Which is a taunt that scales for every elemental buff. And well, you can see how this snowballs. I've played a lot of Tier 4 elementals. Even um, just cards like uh, Dizzling Light Spawn. Which is also elementals, but more Gnomi-like. It's basically a better early nomi if you set up for revenge. Yeah, let's talk about Avenge. Avenge is the main reason why tier 4 is good. Avenge is so good at the moment, because we have Acolyte, which is the Reborn Taunt on 1. There are so many ways that you can set up your board for this, that if you hit an early Avenge card, you can just milk. Milking meaning you get a lot of value out of it. You take some damage for it and you're rather weak, but you get so many cards out of either uh, Witchwing Nest Matron, uh, which is the 3-5 that gives you a Battlecry for like four avengers then you have impatient doomsayer Four avengers gives you a demon oh no was it three maybe uh you also have tank which just is kind of too strong right now uh, i feel like tank needs a nerf most people think tank needs a nerf i know some people don't uh like i talked to Bofer and he he felt like tank was healthy for the game that's good to have some points here for i do agree i do like that you can stabilize on four but I think there's too many tools on 4, uh, honestly, and just losing to an early tank that you can't do anything about feels bad. Even though it can help weak people stabilize, it can also help strong people snowball even harder. Uh, because now if you play Avenge to milk with Doomsayers or whatever, you can add crazy tempo into it with mechanotank tank that already has a good board for it. So you're combining greedy milking together with insane tempo that beats people. And that is just, yeah, it's, it's not a healthy mix. Also a Sneed in the game as a hero that can just put death on cards. You can literally, you've, you've seen my videos. I've, I've played Sneed twice and both games are so dumb. I did nothing but just find Tank and play a stupid board and just like murder people. Uh, because well, it, it just summons so much shit, so much avenge, synergy again, so much damage that you can put out. Yeah, uh, there, there's some things that I would change there. But overall... I do enjoy the meta. I do think it's fun uh, to play right now. There's a lot of cool strategies. A lot of tribes playable. Um, so I don't really hate anything about it. You can play Max in multiple different ways. Like you can play deflector bots. So you can play again um, Omega Buster on 6 as a Mac board. You can play Merlex to some degree if you're a good hero and hit a brand. Uh, well, elementals you can play in multiple ways. Dazzling, Nomi, uh, tier 6 elementals is actually still playable. It's worse, but it's doable um and of course major domo stuff uh, basically most tribes are playable in multiple ways which i like the one thing i also don't like is the big hero difference i feel like that there's such a massive difference between getting a good hero and a bad hero right now uh, which again that's metal dependent i've i think previous episode i talked about how almost every hero is playable and that's great and that, that's what i think we need like a more equal balance of heroes but ever since the latest patch with Diablo being introduced Diablo being really bad and then they buffed it and now it's in a super weird spot it's really hit or miss um, and then Sneed being too strong Cookie apparently being way too strong although I haven't had good luck with Cookie yet he is very consistent um, and then of course Gender, Hooktest, Shadowwalk. I'm not gonna talk about those again I'm not gonna keep rambling on I feel like it's just gonna fall on deaf ears the more I say it, the more I, I seem to keep getting ignored and this advice keeps getting ignored. But it's tokens as well. Tokens are, I think, the big thing that needs to change. Most of the strong heroes are strong because of tokens. Like, Janus hooked us Shutter, all all those heroes wouldn't be strong with tokens. Or at least, um, like, Salamantle token is okay because that doesn't work with most of those. But Tabikat and Alicad. And mainly, uh, this is a point that Minder also brought up, uh, if you don't know Minder, he's a great player, uh, that mainly the Tide Hunter is the issue because Alicad is okay, it's two 1-1s, you lose almost every fight if you are gonna have 1-1s on the board, right? But the Murloc has too much like value because Murlocs, if you drop into five and hit Begurgle, Brand, you can stay on the board. It's a 2-1, so it can trade with stuff like Acolyte of C'Thun uh, instead of a 1-1, which is actually a big difference. You don't even lose out on tempo uh it's it's like a legit one drop uh, yeah i think they just need to rework that token to a different kind of token like swabby i do like the idea it's technically a token because it also saves one gold if your definition of a token is you gain one gold and some way or the other there's many many creative ways that you can change these these cards uh because then technically you could just have Battlecry give a coin or something like that or maybe have a unit that only costs two gold in the shop that would make some interesting stuff I don't know how that would work out if that would be broken or too weak uh, but I think looking at different solutions for these tokens is something that the game really needs uh, or has had a need for for a while because uh, that's gonna Fix most of the issues. Well, there's still strong heroes that don't necessarily need tokens that probably have to be looked at. I think what needs to be done as well, and that I have that's a comment that I've seen on my videos as well, is that weak heroes need to be buffed. There's so many shitty heroes in the game that no one takes, and that don't really get buffed, and they just keep underperforming. Uh, yesterday I streamed. I had two good heroes, I think, and both times I got first. And all the other heroes were like very bad heroes and with all of them I lost except for Craig because I high rolled but yeah I got Nosdormu, I got top 8, I got another shitty hero I think Shanvala, I got like 6th place like most heroes that are bad are bad for a reason and people don't like taking them because it's too big of a gap They they need to make it smaller somehow. So uh in short, the meta how you have to play is uh four is amazing tier four and six. Don't try and triple into fives unless you can't otherwise, or unless you're is because brand is still good, but Gurgle is good, Mom up bear, you can go for fives in that case. Um try to spike like tier two curve sucks. Like right now the basic curve, which everyone learns, is one of the worst curves, which is just leveling on turn two and then staying on tier two. For a little bit, because tier 2 sucks. Let's be real. You're at a power level to 3 to hit the Deflectable, the Tarragosa, the. Whatever, the elemental stuff, like it, tier 3 is so much better. And tier 1, the 1-drops one are almost as good as some 2-drops. They're easier to find, easier to triple. So why not stay on 1 and instead of wasting your gold leveling and taking 2-drops? Um, and, and just farm triples that way. And well, So I would say learn the different curves. I do have a video about leveling curves from some time ago, but they're still accurate because leveling doesn't really change. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Fast, spiky, stay down, look for triples or power level. Uh, get strong, stay tier 4, milk, get a bunch of battle cries or whatever, bunch of cards, bunch of triples, the level and big good heroes, simple as that. So I do enjoy the meta though, again also playable stuff, every game is different, I just wish that there was a better balance when and power level but of course that's just a balance issue that can easily be fixed with a patch so things are looking up. Now, uh, I want to talk about the difference between, uh, I think, average players and really high ELO or high MMR players. Because uh, it's something that I've thought about a little bit. Like, because, I mean, I didn't start off as a high ELO player. I was like for half a year or even a year floating around 6 to 9k MMR uh, before hitting a leaderboard. So I didn't know how to get better. So uh, I, I don't really remember that much about that time. I just remember that I played a lot and that I couldn't climb and that it was frustrating. Uh, but after talking with some other people as well, uh, it's it's clear to me that one of the biggest differences between uh, average players and high ELO players is their mindset. Now, this might be annoying to hear because it's not just a trick. I can't just tell you, yeah, you need to do this more, like power level more, or learn economy more, or do this. No, it's change your mindset. Um, every or most high-ranked players, I should say most, I don't think I can generalize things, but uh, most high-ranked players have... A different eye or a different look at the game they uh, try to approach it differently they see or they try to learn from others they watch a lot of streams if they see a play being done they try to imitate it and figure out if it works for them or not if they suck at the hero they ask other people or see other people play the hero and try to directly copy it and if it doesn't work they change Changes according to their play style. Because another thing is, there's no one way to play. I think most average players think that you need to play like this, or or you need to hero power referee on one with Reno, or this or that. But no, there you you can't. I can't objectively tell you what the right and wrong play is because everything is so subjective. Even the highest ranked people um don't agree on stuff. They have different takes on stuff. Best example is a while ago when rank one and rank. Uh, rank 1 EU and Rank 1 NA, that was Jeef and XQN did a co-op to learn from each other because, or to play together, because Jeef was a very tempoish player, this is an example that I bring up a lot because it's the best one I can find. Jeef was very tempoish, he liked playing down on 4 and playing mechs and then you had XQN who is, well, super greedy, he, or greedy to an extent, he power levels a lot, tries to hit early triples, tries to high roll, gets to low HP, so they play completely different, complete opposites, I had both They're rank 1 just in a different region. They're both the best players and even on the same server. People have a completely different playstyles. Very safe and tempoish, you have very greedy people, you have in-betweens. I'm an in-between. I have games where I like being greedy. I have games where I like being tempo. I swing a lot uh, depending on the meta. I'm trying to find my foot. I don't really think I have a super set playstyle right now, although I do think I lean more towards safe and tempo. Uh, but that's okay, it's okay to have a playstyle, it's okay to be comfortable in the way you play the game, because learning other people's playstyles is helpful to a degree, but completely adapting it and taking it, I don't think is. I don't. I have not seen it work yet, that's the thing. I've never seen someone in higher rank just switch their playstyle completely, because they... They learn it from someone else. You're already high ranked doing what you did. There's no reason to change your style. If you're an average player, definitely take notes after you learn. Try to imitate stuff, but learn from people with your playstyle. If you're a greedy player, don't learn, or you can still learn from someone who is tempo based, but try to learn more from someone who is greedy because their playstyle is gonna uh, match more with yours. So if they make certain plays, it might be more intuitive for you to understand them and implement them Um, you can still of course learn from tempo players i'm not saying you gotta disregard them because they also have things to offer because if you only play greedy you will well not be able to how to fall back or how to play to your forecoms which is also important so it's good to have a wide variety of tools under your belt know how to adapt to many situations but i would say just work and perfect on the one thing that you think you're good at and how you think you can play the game optimally wow this was a lot a lot longer and more different than i wanted to put it into words but uh, i hope this is going to help you with you know your mindset Uh, i do think there's there's more things to it of course it's more nuanced Uh, i'm just trying to simplify it and just trying to like put it into words on how it could potentially help you Uh, But one thing I also like to do is compare it with Chess. Now every time I compare Battlegrounds with Chess there's gonna be people in the comments saying Oh but Chess is no RNG, Battlegrounds is flipping a coin. Yeah okay dude, Uh, if you think Battlegrounds is is just pure RNG then don't play the game. Uh, But yeah, Chess of course has zero RNG, Battlegrounds does have RNG. Doesn't mean that there's no skill to Battlegrounds, I'm purely comparing the skill aspect of both games. Because in chess you clearly have like an early, mid and late game. If you don't play chess you probably can't follow along but I'll try to explain it. In the early game in chess you have like openers that you learn. You'll actually have to study multiple openers and like how to counter them. And in battlegrounds kind of the same deal. There's multiple leveling cards that you can study. Uh, multiple heroes, how to open with them, how to use your hero power. Uh, if you have these cards in the shop do you stay down, do you level, do you try and triple them. So those are all things that you can actually study and that are important to know. I've come to realize because early games are super important they literally dictate the rest of your game if you blunder in the early game you might lose out on a triple or on health or or on a power level Um, it depends on the tribes in the lobby on your matchups so uh, in chess it's the same thing if you do an opener and you blunder you can lose a piece if someone counters you properly so uh, then you also come into the mid game so with chess you set up your early game your your opener, so that way you're in a good position mid-game to just battle it out. Mid-game, there are strategies that you can learn, there's like things that you can understand and know, but there's no like study to it because every mid-game is very often different. People start playing different moves that you have to react to. Same in Battlegrounds. You had your opener, openers can look very similar. You have your triple into, let's say, Nomi, you know, all been done before. Uh, then you gotta know how to transform that. Where do you go? Do you just cycle elementals? Do you still level? What 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 is the next step? So then mid game, it's it's more intuitive. You can't just like uh, learn step by step what you have to do. You have to learn in a general sense where you want to go and what the important decisions are to make. And then late game as well. uh, After you did your mid game, you know you're you're beating people or you're losing. Uh, Doesn't matter. You are in a certain position and you know it's it's down to the wire. In chess. You have just a couple pieces left and then become super tactical. You need to know, like every move matters. If you make one wrong move, you can be mated, you can lose a pawn. And a pawn, even a pawn is important. Because that single pawn, you can promote it all the way to a queen if you get to the end of the board. So you really have to try and set yourself up in an optimal position. Even in the early mid game, you start playing for the late game a bit. You, you're like, I'm going to protect this pawn, make sure it doesn't get stolen. Or make sure it doesn't get into a vulnerable spot and stays protected, so that way in the late game it's still so valuable to me. Uh, same thing happens in in battlegrounds that you kind of want to f- know where you're heading in the late game. If you're playing big elementals, you kind of know that in the end game, oh, I either just go for full stats or I might have to go for golden selfless. Or if you're playing demons as well, you have a couple of cards that probably don't matter. Those are cards that you're like, yeah, I don't need them. I'll might start picking up a ghoul because there's a George and a lobby for later on, and and stuff like that. Uh, and then late game again, it's it's super important that you know how to optimize your board. Every like small detail matters. Switching two cards can be a difference between winning or losing, or like maximizing your odds. Maybe it's a five percent difference, but like that matters. That might be five percent whether you get ten more mmr or not, or twenty more mmr. I don't know what you Know what the difference is in certain elos, um, but generally speaking, yeah, it is, it is really tactical, and th- those are things you can learn as well. Uh, An end game, you can also really just study upon uh, because there are certain end games that reoccur. Same in battlegrounds, like matchups. If you're elementals versus dragons, what do you do? If you're big demons versus Max, what do you do? So, those are all things that you can learn as well. So, end game, so yeah, the end game and the early game are things you can study upon, and mid game is more intuitive. Whew. Was that a good comparison? I hope so, because, uh, well, I, I think it is. If, if it's not, let me know. Let me know what you think about all of this. Again, I feel like this podcast episode is just me where I get to ramble about better Guns and say what's on my mind. Uh, but try to stay objective, of course. I don't just want to you know, make this stupid. I, w- I want people to learn from this. I, wanna, I want people to be informed by what's going on in Battle Guns and try and get better, because that's the entire point of this show and of this channel. Um, next up, tournaments, eSports. So I have been very grim about Battlegrounds before, uh, or Hearthstone in general. I've been very critical of the future, of where things are heading, and I have wanted to quit multiple times. But now is, I think, the most hopeful time ever. This is the most hopeful I've ever been for the game. So I hope that this is not going to be a letdown. Uh, I hope that in a couple of months from now I can actually say, okay, the game is better. I'm happy again, I want to keep playing instead of just, well, ditch it and go somewhere else, because, well, I'm getting really close to that sometimes. Uh, Because there's more tournaments, like, uh, there was a Twitch Rivals tournament, there's a big Hearthstone Globals happening this week, maybe even tomorrow or today. Um, There's a new Twitch Rivals happening soon, which I might play in. There's a lot of tournaments being held, uh, and a lot more activity being going on uh, in well, BGs, so that is hopeful. And uh, also we got a new community manager, which is massive uh, and, and more people joining the team. And well, community manager, the reason why I say it's massive is because it's Alkali. If you don't know her, she's been a massive part of the community anyway. So it's good to see someone who actually was a streamer and part of Hearthstone and knows all the creators now being in such a position. Makes me hopeful, makes me hopeful that there's going to be better decisions soon and we don't have to complain about, you know, the representation issues or invites or whatever, you know, I hope stuff like that is going to be sorted soon and it's just going to be more fun and healthy to be a content creator or just to enjoy the game and enjoy the content that can be produced by everyone uh, in the community. So... I just wanted to mention that uh, and then I want to move on to the communities. Now, mainly, first of all, my community. Uh, I, I'm really happy that you guys are all enjoying the content. Uh, we've, we've hit 10k uh, a couple of weeks ago, so I want to thank you all for that. But also just in general, I feel like the Hearthstone community on Twitch and YouTube has been more diversified i would say like instead of just being a couple big names there and then a bunch of small streamers i see way more content creators step up and grow there's way more uh, amazing bg creators i think streaming right now now i'm mainly talking about battlegrounds i don't know how it is in other niches of course because i'm not that interested in standard for example um but yeah in battlegrounds i see way more communities spawn and way more people getting views and way more youtube channels pop up and do well so it's really cool to see this growing community of Uh, content creators you know uh, interact to each other and grow and that's also something that's been happy to I've been happy to see Um, so hopeful for that as well hopeful that we can keep growing this now overall again Hearthstone is on the decline so the numbers probably come from higher up like the big streamers I don't know where the numbers come from but still I think this was interesting to mention. Uh last but not least, where this channel is going to go in the future. So where I started was with like Evergreen Guide, these massive animated tutorial videos. They took me days to make. I scripted them out completely, animated them, tried to make them as good as possible. But I've come to realize that those take so much time and they don't do well. They get like... I mean, 10,000 views is good, right? But that's not worth the time that I put in. I don't make that much money of that at all. Like I can't justify that in any way, shape or form. Uh, And then there's just gameplay, which is actually just better. You can just post games and don't do anything about it. Um, But I also don't wanna do that because I know that's why you guys are not here. Too many people, like if you wanna watch gameplay, you can watch a million other channels. I didn't wanna be one of those channels. I wanted to give it an educational twist. Uh, but I found a perfect combination when, when I made a Vol'jin video. So I had this Vol'jin game where I... Well, you can, you can watch it, where I got a bunch of health on my Targoth sauce. It's a classic build. Um, so I decided to merge it. I decided to make it a gameplay video, but a guide. Like, have it gameplay, but I talk over it and try and educate people. So I please both audiences, I guess. And, and people who just want to see guides or want to see gameplay will both enjoy the content. And it worked. Like, people have been getting so many kind comments from everyone. It's been literally so strange to see suddenly a flood of like people being supportive on these videos because normally you you know most comments are either critical or just say people saying you know the video was nice but i'm not used to this overwhelming kind of positivity so i want to thank you all so much and i'm so happy that i finally found a format that i enjoy making that you guys enjoy watching and that i'm working on right now like the the mix of gameplay guides together because this is worth making these videos take like maybe one hour two hours uh and they don't take up three days anymore for a guide that no one's gonna watch, you know. So I'm happy that I'm able to uh, be able to put out guides in a way that they don't, or like they're not too time consuming and they are not worth the effort. Because it feels bad working on big projects and then not seeing a return. Um, so yeah, I still want to do some big projects. I have planned them. I've just been lazy. So don't worry. I still I'm gonna make some really fun, highly edited content. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that that's all I wanted to say. Thank you guys. I, I'm happy that the, the the channel is going like this. Now where where I'm going in the future, I guess I mentioned I was gonna talk about that. So right now I actually don't know. I'm just uploading these like two a day because they're fun, they're how they're they're great. Um but in the future, I don't know. I'm gonna experiment. Future is always uncertain. I don't like thinking and talking about the future. I've come to realize every time I set myself a goal or want to do something in the future things change and I'm like nah I don't want to do that and then you have to I have to make an update video and blah, blah 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 who cares I'm gonna end the episode here before I said I was gonna ramble on this always happens uh thank you guys for watching hope you enjoyed it uh hopefully a cool yeah poet episode gonna drop soon again uh that's it and have a good day good luck on the battlegrounds.